So I think it's only fair. It's only fair. Or um, prop, not proper. It's only proper. <laughs> it's only expected <laughs> that it's we... only it's only expected in the first week. Like after, if a week goes by, then it's like I feel okay, like if any, anything that happens that's new, if it's been a week since it happened, you shouldn't talk about it anymore. Actually, with podcasting, especially if it's like four days later, there's so many people who already talked about it. So in four days, people came out with like opinions, opinions and or, yeah. So you kind of have to do it like the same day or the next day. But at the same time, there's people that probably. Like, maybe people want to specifically know what that person's opinion is on the matter, even if it's late or not. You know mm, what I mean? They right. still care to know what that person thinks. Why do you think people even care about what other people think I don't know, about something? People make a connection with whoever they're listening to. A lot of people base their opinions off of wh whoever the favorite person is. Like, whoever their favorite person if is. If Alia said, this album is not good... They're gonna think it's gonna you know make what? them think it might not be good. Maybe it's not that good. But that's we're gonna we're gonna get into that. Anyway, so if uh, for context, if you're probably like, I don't understand what you guys are talking about, <laughs> we are going to um talk about the new Drake album. Came okay? out two days ago, three days ago? It came out the day before yesterday. Okay. Friday. Friday. Wait, yesterday was Friday. Did it come out Friday? No, it came out Thursday. Friday night. Really? On Thursday, every no. album comes out on. No, 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 no! It came out Thursday night because I listened. You listened to it. Okay, Thursday listen. night, and I listened to it Friday during the day. But either way, it's always on Friday East Coast. Oh, they go okay. by Friday East Coast. at midnight. Yeah, exactly. Anyways, so we haven't really talked about it to each other yet because we want to save our impressions truly for the podcast. Okay. You want to um, start? And I don't know. I kind of know where you are. Well, we kind of like talked about it a little bit. <laughs> but there's so many people that I've talked to. Yeah. And there's like so many different opinions. Opinions, yeah. Um, and it's funny because, you know, a lot of those people are like from my Instagram. Okay. Okay. So if you just happen to listen to this. Oh, when you and you follow them or something, or they've said their opinion or what? No, yeah, like we talked about it. Oh, you talked about it. Directly so I'm people. gonna mention a couple of those people. Not obviously not not by their name. Yeah, but like what they thought. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So if you're listening, I probably you know you helped us out with this little segment here. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so um, I just I didn't want to talk about it. Like I wanted with any time music comes out or like especially someone as big as Drake. You need a few times to be able to, and some time to just like listen to it in different settings. You know, you got to listen, like always the first listen, it's not enough to form an opinion. It's, I personally It's really think. not. It's not enough but, because sometimes I hear something for the first time and I'm like, eh, But you know, why know. is that? Like how come the first time I listen to something and it doesn't hit because at all. it's like first impression i don't know but don't then know. the second day or the third day it's like almost or like the second or third time you listen to it again cuz you've already heard it so now you kind of really like okay let me like go into it one more time yeah exactly um yeah so yesterday i've actually only been listening to drake's album okay so when it first came out where did you listen to it first uh 
when it first came out, I listened to it on a drive. I was driving somewhere and I was driving kind of far. So I think I was in the car for about like 20 minutes straight. So I got through a couple songs. I like um, how I like how 20 minutes is like far. For like, yeah. In the Seattle area, that's like, okay, where are you going? 20, 20 minutes. minutes. Yeah, 20 minutes is like a good amount. And that's like driving constantly with no traffic. Yeah. Um. So that's when I listened to it for the first time. And... Oh, but I had already I had already heard the first song or the second song, hmm. the one that that has the new music video on it yeah. too. And when I watched the music video the night before, I was so like, "What the fuck is this music video?" That I wasn't really thinking about the song because when you see a music video, you expect like a lot of things to be happening, but the song itself doesn't have a lot going on in the sense of like lyrics. It's mostly just the sound. Mm-hmm. especially like the second half of the song yeah so anyways my first impression because of the music video and kind of just the theme of it all was like eh. but then when i actually heard the song while i was driving i was by myself i was driving like you know no traffic so driving freely i love the song yeah you know and and just for you guys know wait what's the name of this song? falling back oh yeah i think that's what it's called okay cool um and i love that song Mm -hmm. and then i listened through the whole album and then on the way back or i listened through like a good amount of it and then on the way back yeah you can't listen to it in 20 minutes um and then i listened to it on my way back and then i listened to it for the rest of the day and then we listened to it again at night when we were like hanging out editing or whatever and then I listened to it again today. It sounded the best at night. Though. It sounded the best at night when we were hanging out, chilling in the kitchen. We were both like, we had the nice like moody light on and we had some candles going and we we're just like hanging out. We were drinking some wine. We were working too. Yeah, we were working, but yeah. it was like a chill working. We weren't yeah. like, at work. No, I just want to paint the picture properly. Maybe people think like we were doing some other shit, like, you know, candles. And- oh, no, no. We were like working on the computer. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so personally, I would say that I am, I think it's good. I think what Drake wanted to achieve with this album, he did. He really did. He really did. And for all those people that are saying, I think there's the theme around Drake in general that now anytime he puts anything out, everybody's already like, oh, it's trash is Drake. Like people are so, they're like ready to be proved in that sense. Nobody's looking forward to like, Drake with a kind of like, oh, I'm proved? sure that shit is fire. What do you mean proved in that sense? Like people already, sense? people already ex- like can't wait for it to be trash or can't Ooh, wait okay. for it to be like not as good as they expected to or something. Mm, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, if yeah, it doesn't yeah, hit, yeah, yeah. they don't even like really try to make it hit. That's what I was saying to someone. I was like, you know, they said it's not, it's not that good and. I talked to so many people about this, right? Yeah, I haven't talked to anyone about it. And, you know, a lot of people were like, this is really trash. But also, there's people who... Because, you know, when you look at the genre of the album, it says dance. Mm, really? I so didn't see that. if you're expecting R&B Even though rap, it is, like, R&B dance. Exactly. But it's not like you're... Typical R&B that you, like, we yeah, think about exactly. right now. And, and if you don't like that kind of music, then obviously, you know, like, you're not going to love it. But I think, like you said earlier, what he wanted to do with this album, he really achieved. Yeah. And 
my first listen was on the couch right here. Mm-hmm. And I thought, <laughs> whenever something comes out, Yoni's like, Ali, the new album is out. Don't talk to me for the next like, don't two talk hours. to me for the next two hours because I'm going to replay that shit. Yeah. And he has like the big headphones on. <laughs> and I'm just like, that's it. My day is done. Don't call me my phone or like do not disturb. Anyways. So first listen was on the couch and you know, the first song came out. I mean, the, the intro it was perfect like the perfect yeah. like you know how they, i love when people when they make like an intro song because you're like okay this is like a journey exactly <laughs> and and actually the first time i listened to it it accidentally was on shuffle oh damn and i was like what the fuck is going on so but it was only like the third song and then Still, it was though, on shuffle and then i had to like go back when you listen to a new album that comes out if you listen to it on shuffle i don't think it we defeats can be the friends. purpose because like an artist puts in the effort like there's a reason why some things are in it needs order. to be like cohesive like yeah. okay this song ends this way and sometimes it leads into the next song yeah right away you know what i mean so man i i really love the album i've been listening to that shit like we've been listening to it non-stop but you know what's funny and i don't want to get off topic yeah but kendrick lamar's album was really really good okay and has it been two weeks since it dropped it's been longer than two weeks a like little- a month a month, right? Everyone was talking about it, and I feel like now nobody talks about it. Because there's also... So, the human attention span, is it really that short? It's pretty short. But it's not necessarily like that people don't listen to it anymore, but I mean, I guess when it came out, everyone was like trying, like they want to experience that. You know, and everyone is playing because especially it's like, it's, it's a hap- new thing. It's, it's happening, happening at right the same now. time, right? Yeah. But... But then after you listen to it for a long time, then it's like whoever's new album is coming out. That's yep. the next thing you're going to talk about. That's the next thing you're going to keep listening because it's also new. This is like the first couple times you've listened to it. Yeah, you know. So you're going to want to like. I'm sure in a couple days I might not play the Drake album from start to finish. You know, we might add a few of our uh, a few of the songs to our playlist. If you want to check it out, it's on Spotify. It's called Just on Chill Days. Just search it up and you will find it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but before that. I was listening to our playlist like all the time. Yeah, but same. I was just going to say that I think I'm a big Drake fan. And I would say that his last album, um, the one that was like super anticipated because it was CLB. Really, yeah, because it was really delayed. That one didn't hit because that was kind of like Drake doing like Drake. Mm, but still, it was a like- let down from what I think I expected. Because if you go back to his last albums i yeah. can't remember exactly like the one that has like well you have scorpion and then you yeah, have like, like scorpion is like one of my favorites yeah scorpion is scorpion crazy. and views is that the other one views i mean what the one before, that's old i mean views and then the one before that was um well i can't i, I don't even know the order but the one with his dad on the cover I think yeah that, was, that one um more life yeah so for me more life and and um scorpion scorpion like scorpion also for me it's like i grew up in toronto i was there for a long time so whenever i hear any drake song for me is like it, it's like it signifies yeah. the city signifies like my time there yeah so i have like a specific connection to it that just the drake sound is so yeah. specific and unique nobody can recreate it ever because his voice is also so specific too yeah i think Nothing was the same. It was also another really good album. That's really. Old but wait, are we? We're not gonna do a whole. Okay, Drake we're not gonna pop. do a whole Drake episode. But I'm just saying that I think in general people 
are now i don't consider i personally don't listen to drake for his rap songs mm-hmm. me i listen to some rap but i'm more of like into the r&b like yeah. singing vibe yeah. and that's the drake that i like and appreciate so for me this album is perfect yeah. when you told me i hadn't listened to it yet and you were like oh yeah it's actually everyone's saying that it's like because eh, he's mostly singing and there's no rapping i'm like oh perfect because <laughs> i love the singing drake and i love the like emotional i like yeah i like i like both but i mean he does both at such a high level exactly. you know what i mean so it's like i guess it just comes down to like what you prefer like yeah. rap or r&b and this is like i can't wait to Exactly, because you told me before I listened to it, you were like, I think I didn't listen to it in the right setting, remember? Yeah. You were like, I need to, this is the type of song that you listen to when you're like, it's summer, it's hot out, it's nighttime, but you're like, it's ha- on the beach. It or has like to on be nighttime. Top. It yeah. has to be nighttime. Maybe daytime too, I don't know, but for me, it has yeah. to be nighttime. Uh, one last thing about that album, right? Um, or not even just about the album, but so many people on the internet would love to say what other people say. So let's say mm. everyone is tweeting, this album is trash. Mm. And that's like the... the Consensus, the, like everyone agrees. Everyone would... Jump on that. Even if you like it, you you almost like kind of don't want to be the only person that actually likes it. Especially because, because it's a trend to hate on Drake right now. It's really like... I mean, I don't know if it's a trend, but I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. It's not a trend. Compare it to years ago. Recently, because Drake's People can't of- wait. People can't wait for someone who's at the top for that long to fail. It's like exactly. LeBron. Exactly. People cannot wait for LeBron to miss a but shot. For some reason, it's not the same with like other artists. Nobody's thinking about that way with okay, Kendrick. Okay, yeah, but when you're the... Um, or J. Cole. I mean, I guess J. Cole is kind of... I'm sure there's Different. people, there's people, but, but this is like compared to off. I know, but just compared to Drake, he is like the LeBron of the of the industry. In yeah, yeah, exactly. So, which by the way, a lot of people disagree with what you just said, but this is not a music podcast. <laughs> so maybe we could do like a whole episode about music. If you want us to do that, we can, right? Yeah, I'm like, if you care at all. Yeah, because I'm sure there's probably like a couple of people listening like, yo, the title says <laughs> your 20s and 30s. Yeah, which anyways... I'm actually really excited about this one. I'm really excited about this episode too. Um, well, okay. I just want to paint a picture, okay? Okay. We are at two different ages. Yeah, you know, a lot of people were saying that they feel like your age is kept a mystery for some reason. And you know what's even funnier than that? What? Some of... I met a couple of my friends at the coffee shop, right? And I was telling them about my website and how I like, you know, like my photography is on there. So you should check it out. So they Googled Yoni Ikoto. Mm-hmm. And then when you Google Yoni Ikoto, and I kind of left, right? Because I was doing my own thing. So yeah. then they called me back and then they were laughing and I didn't know why they were laughing. And then I was like, like, what's up? And then she was like, you know what pops up on Google when we, we, we Google your name? It says Yoni Ikoto age. Oh, so people are- so it's like googling what your age is yeah and i didn't know that google even gives you that information Mm. do they i don't know yeah so anyways and i thought that was so funny so since it's a mystery i am 31 (laughs) i don't know if i feel like we've said that before we've said that before but i think when people like maybe they didn't listen to that specific episode they don't know they might not know i wonder if people think i'm like 22 I don't think so. Maybe I think like people 25. know that you're older than me. I think also people know how old I am from like people that watch my YouTube videos. They obviously know how old I am, but 
I've never, I don't, like, I wouldn't randomly be like, oh, Yoni, 31, like, what? Yeah, yeah. So, this thing about age, I just want to say real quick before we get into the episode is that I'm a person who embraces age, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm not even trying to sit up here and act like, oh, I, I need to defend my uh, my being 30 because usually a lot of people would look at that and be like, oh, he's uh, like, quote, quote, unquote, older. Yeah. You know, which I am older than you, right? Right. But just in life in general, like, you're still young. Yeah. People always ask us how to keep things spicy in a long-term relationship. And while we don't want to get too personal, we do want to tell you about a little secret, or should we say not so secret, about how consuming a little THC can help set the mood right in the bedroom. That's why we're thankful for today's sponsor, Vaya. Vaya has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. We're talking about pairing aphrodisiac herbs with a mild amount of THC. Their best-selling High Love gummy will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. Vaya also offers a wide array of other gummies with or without THC. Whether you want to get better sleep, ease anxiety, enhance your mood, or just feel elevated, they have something for everyone. And the best part... Via legally ships in all 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. No medical card required. So if you're 21 and over, you can get 15% off plus a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code WTJ at viahemp.com, V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. If you know me, I literally feel like I'm still, like what age? Like, like 20. Not what? 20. <laughs> okay, whatever. But I'm just trying to say that I um, I never lied about my age. And I always just embraced age, right? So I look forward to being 20, 32 <laughs> and, and, and 33 and, and, you know, getting to 40. Because I'm sure you heard me say that before. I love old people, mm-hmm. you know, because life, you never know when this shit is going to end. So yeah. each year that you're adding, you're actually... Are succeeding at making it through. Yeah, exactly. Some people didn't even make it to 30. Yeah. So, and I know some people who lie about their age. Maybe they feel like they're like a little bit older than the whatever group they're hanging out with. Mm-hmm. So if you're like 30 and you're hanging out with a bunch of like 24-year-olds and you're just meeting them for the first time, maybe you might want to say you're the same age as them. I don't know. People lie about shit like that. Which yeah. I get it. You know, I'm not even judging anybody. Yeah. But you shouldn't do that. You know, you shouldn't. And especially this now that my age was like such a mystery. mystery. <laughs> I don't even know how. You I never said my age ever? Like, no, I'm I sure. think we have. I think we have. I, I think it's just one of those things. If you missed it, you missed it. Yeah. And the fact that people are Googling and putting my name and saying age at the, at the, at the end of it is yeah. hilarious. But um, Yeah. So my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways. Um, so my birthday just passed this past week it was right yeah Yeah, it was on tuesday and i turned 23 and um that's kind of what made me think and i also graduated that's another thing that happened at the same time you're so lucky like nobody gets to graduate and then two days later have their birthday. birthday yeah literally but yeah so i graduated college i got my bachelor's congratulations clap it up thank you and um and then a couple of days later i turned 23 
And it made me think about like, it just made me think about your 20s. You know, what does, I think there is a lot charged and kind of put in this or capped in this between 20 and 30 that. Wait one second. You never thought about your 20s before you graduated? Because you've been 20, like you've been in your 20s. I know, already. but I don't, for some reason, once I turned 23, I felt like I'm really in my 20s. You know because what it is? Because when you're 21, 22, you're still a student. I know exactly you're what still, it like, is. You still kind of feel like you're not really an adult yet. Because you're mm. still, usually most people are still in college or something. Mm. What are you going to say? Yeah, no, I was just going to say, um, it's the fact that you graduated and it's like, okay, what's next? Yeah, exactly. So it kind of feels like I'm actually, now I get to live my 20s because I don't have school anymore. So I have more free time. What does that mean? And it kind of, I mean, obviously I'm really excited to be done with school. Like, thank the Lord. <laughs> um, I feel so free. But at the same time, I kind of got this feeling of like, now I have to start like living because I am young. I have so much time. There's this weird kind of idea around your 20s that you're supposed to have the best time of your life in your 20s. Everybody always says your 20s are the best time of your life. It's when you're supposed to be living the best moments and best experiences and be your coolest self and whatever. And then in your 30s is when your life should be like already established and lived. And then at 30, you're supposed to kind of like get married and start a family if that's what you're doing, you know? And that's where you kind of are settled in your career path and whatever. But in your 20s, it's as if that's the time when you're supposed to like fuck up and party hard and which, hook up with which hella is not, people. Which is not wrong necessarily. I don't know where but you're I going. I also with this. don't think is necessarily right. I think there's a lot of emphasis that goes on a, a, a multitude of things. because And they often contradict. Sometimes... It's the idea of like your 20s, you're supposed to figure it out. You're supposed to get your shit together. You're supposed to um, really craft your path and like the direction you're going in your career and all that. This is when you're really having to figure out your life. But you have to do that while you're also having a great time, living your best life, having a lot of sex and a lot of different relationships and... Um, I don't know, have a lot of friends and travel a lot and experience life and just have the best time of your life. Everybody says your 20s are the best time of your life. And I don't know why, but that puts so much pressure on this small portion of your entire life that it like gives me a lot of anxiety in the sense that it makes me feel like I'm not living how I'm supposed to. I'm wasting my time. I think... That became more of a thing, um, maybe as also social media grew. Yeah, because then you can see what other people are doing that are the same it, age as you. You can see it every day because I remember, um, like when I was twenty five, right? Or no, I was already here in Seattle, but back like so, I was in Belgium when I was like twenty two, like twenty three, right? And I just remember I was, you know, I was playing basketball and. Social media was not what it is today. Yeah. I didn't have that pressure for some reason. Like yeah. I didn't feel, because I, I wouldn't, I would just take it one day at a time. I didn't think, obviously like I would think about things that I want to do and, but I was so just like in the moment, I wasn't scrolling all day seeing what, you know, 
whoever is doing and then and then it's also like comparing your age to everyone else right okay like she's 21 but she did this and that and right i'm you know whatever 24 25 and and i still like live with my parents or something i still live with my parents and i'm still a virgin and like i never even had a serious relationship yeah. and then like you know you can it's very easy to compare yeah. i when i was 20 that wasn't so in my face mm-hmm. everyone was kind of mostly kind of just doing their thing so i feel like for you now being this age now in 2022 it accentuates it's like the worst it's ever been because yeah all you see is just what other people are doing so you, yeah. s- you start to think like wait did this person even graduate or yeah it's like you're seeing all these people that are you know like traveling they're like oh i'm gonna go live in all these different places for five months and that's amazing that's great but then that's not a reality for a lot of other people i don't know i feel like i think the problem is is that you're comparing yourself to what you see instead of just but i think the expectation from who in general when you say in general, it has to come from somewhere like from who? society. Like there's this notion that your twenties are supposed to be the this like incredible, messy, finding yourself experimental time in your life. Okay. And if you're at the end of your twenties, let's say, and you're twenty seven and you're like, I haven't experienced shit. I've just been living life, but I haven't done anything out of the ordinary and I I haven't necessarily had that much wild stories or whatever or you feel like you're once you're gonna have kids your kids are gonna ask you oh what were you liking when you were 25 and you're like i don't know i was just i didn't i wasn't doing shit anything crazy i was doing i don't know living life but not you know what i'm saying i think i know where that comes from is that usually when you just think about it before you have kids you do want to do things. Yeah, because once you have kids, obviously you can't Things travel. change. You can't tell me that once you have kids and nothing changes. No. I mean, if you're hella rich, maybe. <laughs> exactly. But when you're 20s, like, to me, how I see the 20s is that you want to make mistakes. Yeah. You want to make the most mistakes you can in your 20s. You don't want to do that shit in, like, 30s or 40s. But what does that mean? I think we often say okay. you want to make mistakes. I'll tell you what that means. what does that mean? That means that... I want to take move chances. Out. Yeah, I want to take chances. I want to move out of my parents' house and I want to take a chance and it can be risky. I might have to do, you know, uh, month to month living with someone, maybe having five roommates, eight roommates. See how that is. You experience. Pick a roommate that's fucking horrible and you didn't know. That's a mistake. But Ex- you know from next time. Exactly. Like have like some drama in your life and just kind of like you, you, you learn so much about yourself by living with other people as well. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and I get the people who say, well, I want to stay with my parents and I want to save a lot of money. If that, if that's cool for you, if that's what you want to do, that's perfect. My whole thing with 20s is that do what you want to do. Yeah. To me, nothing like, you know, I came over here when I was 23 and, you know, when I graduated, I could have went back home to Belgium, but I was like, you know what? I just want, I just want to stay here. Yeah. That's like... When I tell people like my full story, they're like, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. You know? But I was like, yo, I'm in my 20s. I don't care. I can go home to Belgium tomorrow if I wanted to. Yeah, because you're really only responsible for yourself. That's the thing. And whatever was going to come with it, I dealt with it. Yeah. When, how bad it was. And trust me, it was getting like, it was like bad at one point, you know? Yeah. But I, you always have. I think, see, when you do things like that, you have to have, like, 
some kind of a vision, okay? Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to go take a risk, usually a risk it's you like, you align that with a vision or a dream yeah, or a goal. Yeah, a risk has a, an outcome that you're trying to You reach. can't just take a risk and you don't know what the fuck you even want to do. That's yeah. like, okay. But at the same time, I no, would say I would say that like for example, if you if let's say I went to I don't know, Paris or something for a trip and I bought a one-way ticket and I was like, I don't know when I'm going to come back, but maybe I just want to, you know, go there. I find a random job at a cafe. I start learning French. Meet people. Meet people, make friends. And then who knows, five months in, I'm still there and I'm actually living there. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to just stay. Yeah. And that and is maybe that I don't have a I don't have a specific goal, goal in mind in the yeah. sense that like. I'm going to do this and then I'm yeah, going like to Yeah, like I'm that. staying here because yeah. I'm going to do this in a career wise or something like that. Maybe yeah. it's just like, you know, I really fuck with this place. It really makes me feel good, etc. And then you just kind of stay there. And and that's one of those things that okay, it, it is considered like a risk. Yeah. But I think when people do stuff like that, you're really truly like living your life, right? But you also have to be able to afford it. Because a lot of people was like, yo, I would love to do that, but can I do that? Right. No. So what the right. fuck am I going to do in I do Nebraska? think that often enough... Oh, in Nebraska. I was going to say that sometimes we have to really... Um, like, if we want to take those risks, we have to be smart about them. And you don't want to be reckless. I think that's another thing that like, oh, in your 20s, you're supposed to be reckless. Like, don't worry too much. Just live life, all that. It's like, no, come on. You got to be like, you are an adult. You got to be an adult. You got to think through things. And you're you're preparing yourself for when you have kids. And you if you do, and when life is going to throw more shit at you, you have to be ready for that. So obviously, you got to be smart about your choices. But I was going to say that perfect example is us trying saying how we're going to move to new york and we definitely are moving and how to new we're york. definitely planning to do that and how we even said we were like if there's any time that we're going to move to new york it has to be within like the next couple of years yeah because if we don't move to new york now we'll we never do exactly. it exactly we'll never do especially it. if let's say we don't do it within the next couple of years and then we really, like, I personally really maybe plant roots with a job here or something. I don't know. But I think the biggest thing would be, like, if we start having kids. And yeah. let's say we have a kid and we're here. It's going to be very hard to leave, I feel like, once you have a kid. Yeah, because Seattle is a great place to, like, raise a family. So yeah. you, we're going to get comfortable and be like, this is, like, a safe place it's good. We know, and we have to worry here. about this kid. We don't. It's not just you and me anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, I was just telling someone about this yesterday. I was like, you know, the reason why we want to move to New York is because, first of all, last time we went there was in December, and mm-hmm. you and I, we both know how like inspired we got there. Oh, I mean, yeah. like how inspired, and we also were. how much like I felt. I felt like the city was. I've never seen Alia talk to that many strangers in one day. <laughs> it was like Alia hates me. talking to people. <laughs> no, but I really felt like the city can make me grow as a person. Oh yeah, I saw that shit in real time. Like and, I went to the bathroom and then I come back and you're just having a full on conversation with someone. But also in the sense that like the city is so 
big. I want to live somewhere where you're constantly, as you said, constantly inspired. You go, you meet new people, you you go around different areas. What's inspiring about New York to you the most? For me, the fact that it's abundant, like it's abundant with everything you want. It's like it could be its own country. country. It should be. I mean, it's like there's so much of everything there. And for where I am in my life right now, maybe if I was 35, I wouldn't think the same thing. But right now, because we're speaking around age, where I'm in my life, I feel like this is the perfect time where I want to go somewhere where I have too many choices, where I have so many opportunities yeah. and to be in a place where there's always shit going on. I want to be in a place that's loud. Obviously, we got to still record the podcast, but you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> I want to be in a place where people are out on the street at a Tuesday at like midnight, just walking around because they're coming home from the bar or from a dinner or something. I want to feel safe when I walk on the street because there's people on the street all the time. I want to be able to walk on the street. Because when you're walking on the street and there's nobody there, that's when it's like the, the like the worst because it takes one person to be there yeah. that wants to do and wrong them. and then it's just like, okay, it's you and that person. Yeah. No one else like, is there. Yeah. yeah, anyways, there's many reasons why I want to. It's just about experience. Like experiencing the fact that like it's, it's we, also just different kinds of people. Everyone yeah. there, it's it's is very, just like straight up with you. You know, yeah. like they don't really do small talk. I always tell people the the taxi situation. Remember, we oh landed God, yeah. in like New Jersey or like Newark, right? Yeah. And then, can I tell that story real quick? Yeah. So we see like a taxi lady, and this is like in the airport still. So I'm sure she's there to maybe like guide people, give people rides, direct them. Maybe not direct them where I to go. order your taxi or something like that. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. So we were like, okay, how do we get to Brooklyn? Do we... And I've n- we've never been there, right? No. So I felt like I was like a little ant <laughs> in like a huge ass city. So we looked at the lady. It was like, okay, cool. Let's figure out if there's like a train or like an Uber. Okay, like we get on the app. Uber is like $120. Yeah. It was like, okay, what's another option? Anyways, we looked around and then we was like, you know what, let's just go talk to this lady and see what she tells us. And then walk up to her and just how we do it here in Seattle, like you tell, you you, you ask everyone how their day is going. Yeah. Most of the time here, it's like, hey, you know, how's it going? Or like, you know, how are you? So I walk up to her. You didn't talk to her. You didn't, mm-hmm. you didn't want to talk to her, right? No, I was like, we can figure it out. You don't have to tell her. She looked like she wasn't going to be the nicest, but I was like, you know what? Let's just figure it out. And this is like the first New York person I ever talked to. Yeah. So I was excited. I was like, okay, let's go. So I walk up to her, all happy, walking up to her. Hey, how you doing? And then she was like, where are you going? (laughs) And I was just like, oh, um, Brooklyn. And then she was like, and then she was like, where in Brooklyn? No, she said I said Brooklyn. I don't I don't know if she asked me where in Brooklyn, right? But then she uh she took a minute, she was typing some shit in on the computer and then she was like, Okay, 120 or 140, whatever. And I'm just saying this because the only two things she told me or cared to tell me was where you're going and how much the price was. Yeah, she wasn't trying to say She didn't like, care about how, how my doing. She didn't care about where I came from. Yeah. She didn't care about none of this shit. But if, if this were, was if ahead. this was Seattle <laughs> There will be some kind of like small oh talk. Oh my god! If that was Seattle, the the other lady would have been like, "Oh, I'm great. How Welcome. are you doing? Welcome to New York, like or New Jersey, whatever." Um, 
Like, yeah. where are you going? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I, I even asked the lady, I was like, what's the best way to get to Brooklyn? She was she like, was I like, mean, well, I'm going to give you a taxi if that's what you want. That's yeah. I'm here. Like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not here to figure out the best way for you. I'm here to just give you this taxi. Literally, this is how she was acting and saying shit. So anyways, we ended up not getting the taxi because I got irritated and I was like, okay, thank you very much. We just going to get an Uber. I kind of like purposely didn't want to get that. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. So. So well, yeah. the point, I mean, I just brought up the New York thing just because I would say that is something that in my mind, I'm like, we got to do um, this when, like, we're, like, right now. Before we have kids, yeah. Yeah, before we have kids, because once you have kids, it's just, even though I think, like, there's plenty of people that have kids that are live in New York, so you can have a kid and live there, obviously. Yeah, obviously, but and I we'll think, see how that goes, too. Yeah, but I think experiencing... I guess everyone's idea of like having cool, interesting, risky experiences in your 20s might be different. For me, I would love to see what it's like to live in a different city than I've experienced before. You know, so moving to New York, being there for a while, seeing how we like it. Before that, maybe want to travel a little bit, see different places, things like that. Like it makes sense to do that in your 20s. But the part around your 20s that kind of like I don't love and that stresses me out and maybe it's simply somebody feels maybe the other way but for me because I'm not a person that my lifestyle doesn't um focus around like going out and partying and uh I don't know dating around because obviously I'm in a relationship because that's not in my lifestyle but that is a big focus of your 20s -hmm. it feels like a weird kind of contradicting thing in Mm. a way you know what i mean yeah like do you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about remember how you used to tell me like you would hang out with some of your friends and then they're all about like oh let's go to the club like let's meet some girls like all that (laughs) and then girls also have the same kind of thing too and it's in a way for me always like recently it's been feeling kind of weird or I feel singled out because I have a lot of friends that are single and then I'm just the one that has, is in a relationship. So like on that front, yeah, you can't really, I can't really like relate to certain things. I don't know. You know, I think you, you actually can't relate to like a lot of things when you're in a relationship and you have a friend that's single, like her, her, her state of mind is completely different. Yeah. Because... And the lifestyle and the things that they like do. Yeah, or care about. Yeah. Like I was telling, I don't know if I told this story before, but my my friends wanted to go out mm-hmm. and I was like, cool, but just so you guys know, I don't like clubs. <laughs> I actually yeah. never did. Even yeah. like when I was like younger or like when I was in Belgium, like I would go to a club maybe if it's like somebody's birthday or maybe it's like my cousin's whatever it has to be a a special event not just a weekend Mm -hmm. but to a lot of people when it's weekend time it's club time it's time to turn up yeah which honestly i get it i get it but i never thought it was time to turn up yeah like my ideal weekend is like let's go get food let's walk around let's go to a few stores let's go to like a just like just that type of shit i want to continue with the story sorry go ahead (laughs) no 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 not even that like 
The other day I was driving and it was Sunday, right? It was Sunday, 11 p.m. And there were people, because now we live in Capitol, we see like a bunch of clubs around here, yeah, right? Yeah, because this is like where people go out. And there's people literally, and it was kind of raining that day too. Mm. Sunday night, it's about to be Monday and it's 10, 11 p.m. And people are standing in line waiting to get into the club. And I see people like showing ID and then they're going in there. And I was just like, yo. That's a whole how- other shit. <laughs> You guys are you. You have a whole different life. Yeah, because the, you're part of that club culture, which is its own thing. And I feel I'm, like we should do a whole episode about that. We should, and I don't even like judge those people or fault them because you know I don't know how their life is. Yeah. You know, maybe they're single and that's what they want to do. It's cool. And don't whatever. get me wrong, I enjoy a good party, and sometimes I might be in the mood to like go to the bar. I, I just, like bars. I just personally, I'd like to like when I go out with people, I want to be able to, you know, have a conversation. When you go to the club, you don't go to the club to talk. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And so I'm gonna finish the story, right? So I tell my friend, hey, I'm down to go to a bar or something, but please just don't fucking take me to a club because, you know, they know I'm in a relationship and that. I don't, and on top of that, they know that I just don't like clubs, you know? So, oh yeah, Yoni, don't worry about it. We'll go somewhere else. So I wasn't driving. So I got in a car with them. They came and picked me up and then we we get to Cap Hill and then we got to like a parking lot. I was like, okay, guys, I know this is like, this is not a bar. This is not a chill place. I hear music from the parking lot. (laughs) So it's not that I hate clubs necessarily so anyways so i see the line and you know we're standing line and you know i'm like okay cool you guys this is a club but i mean we're already there yeah so we get in the club i just see people bumping into me left right drinks spilling on my shirt everybody's yelling (laughs) every and you know we get to the center of the club and every i'm just trying to get to a corner to where i can just stand because i'm already like most of the time i'm the tallest person in the club Mm mm-hmm 99% 99% of the time. So I will never be on the dance floor. Mm. You know? Because all like the attention is like, look at that tall guy. <laughs> so I'm just like in the corner, up against the wall, drinking or whatever. So anyways, that's what I was pretty much doing the whole night. But the thing that I hate the most about the club is that I know that I'm in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay? And when I go to a club, usually people love to... Would you say that people go to clubs to... um Get some? Not get some necessarily. Meet people like to like get Meet some people, later. <laughs> talk or or trying to dance with them. And yeah, you know like how do dance- some like sexy, cute shit. Exactly. Yeah. And we all know how dancing in the club can get, right? Yeah, I would say that's like a huge, like maybe eighty percent of it. And I'm trying to avoid that because I just don't. Even though you might say, I don't know what you might say, right? But what. You know about like me, I think we talked about that. Oh, we before. already talked about this on an episode. Like me yeah. talking, dance with someone else. But I wasn't, I don't even want to put myself in a position to where someone, like obviously I can just tell someone, hey, I'm, I'm in a relationship, you know? Yeah. But I just hate doing that because yeah. why the fuck are you here then? Yeah, exactly. Like, what it are really you doing? It feels like if you are in a relationship, why the fuck are you at the club? By yourself without your girl. Yeah. So I was yeah, standing there and then like, you know, a couple of girls came over and talked and I was talk I was talking to them. I told you that I talked yeah. to them, right? 
Yeah, yeah, you told me. <laughs> just talking to them, whatever. Hi, how you? You know, how are you? What are you doing here? Who are you with? Where are you from? What's your name? Yo, like, how do people talk all that while the music is bumping? And I'm just talking, and I was, you know, I was just having a good time, just talking to. This was to me was literally I'm about to just talk to this person for the time being, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but anyways. Um, so what's the my point with this <laughs> was, was that I don't if you're in a relationship and if I go out I want to go out like with my partner you know mm-hmm. like I'll go out with you by myself and that's on top of me just hating the club so I'm just saying it's the worst combo when it's me and I'm single and I'm not single I'm in a relationship <laughs> yeah. and I want to go and my friends want to go to a club I just hate going because yeah, 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 because it ends up being that you have to deal with people coming over at you, and then it's like you gotta like navigate the whole. And then if I say I'm in a relationship, I don't want to dance with you. They're looking at me like I'm a weirdo. Like, why are yeah. you even here then? Yeah, you just want to yeah. you just want to stand so, here. So, like, the question is: Is the club like for single people? I don't know, but that's kind of like off the know, topic. I don't know, that's off the topic. Yeah, yeah, this is just, I don't even know how the fuck we even just got yeah. here. I just wanted to... But I do, to to wrap up just this whole idea is that I feel like I should want to like, you know, get fucked up. <laughs> or like... You want to get fucked up? No, I don't. But I'm saying in that idea of like in your 20s, you should, I should want or be like, be more into or try to, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. Or try to like get fucked up and like have all these like experience. I don't know, but I also got like. Wait, so you're saying you don't want that? I don't want that, but I feel as if I should. (laughs) Sorry. Why are you yelling at me, bro? But I feel like I should want that. So what are you saying? You, you want like you want conflicting. It's a weird thing. I see other people that are my age that are like going to clubs and they're like bumping. <laughs> bumping. <laughs> I love saying that. Bumping. Okay, so so okay, let's let's just figure this out, right? Okay. I have this question like in my brain right yeah. now. Do you feel like you being in a relationship it uh does it hold you back from doing those things? And would you want to do those things? And are you trying to figure out how do you do those things and still be in a faithful relationship? So that's a great question. Okay, so let's unpack this, right? So if I was single right now... You'd be out in the clubs. I would probably go out more often. Mm, okay, okay. But this funny thing is I would still not necessarily like it. So but would, it's more of a thing that, like, if you're single, that's just what you do. You can go with your single friends. It's not necessarily you can go. It's just what you do. That's not what you do. Because I was single for a while. I wasn't and doing And you shit. were going. You were. When you were single, you can't tell me that you weren't going with your friends to a bar, to the club, stuff like that. I mean, I was. But Way more than you are now. Because now you don't go and I don't go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't go and I don't go. No, but it's true. Okay, it is true. But I can confidently say, and you can ask any of my friends, my family members, my cousins, Yoni does not like the clubs. That's just, you know you know how I feel? I'm not saying you do. You know how I feel when I'm in a club? <laughs> I feel like I'm not even supposed to be there. <laughs> it's not my scene. I look around and 
you feel like where the like what am I supposed to do right now? I'm like, where am I? Like what? I know there's something better that I could do. And I hate to sound like, oh, I could be working on something. Think, think of a new concept for my <laughs> shoot. No. But I'm just saying I would always rather like be at home, chill, maybe have a glass of wine, watch a movie, have some popcorn. Like to me, that sounds so much better. Yeah. Especially I, when it's raining outside. Okay. But my point was that I don't necessarily, like if you're single or not single, that doesn't mean you either like the club or don't like the club. <laughs> okay. It's not like that. Okay. What I meant is that if I was single, I would probably go out in the nightlife, whether it's a club or a bar or whatever, with my girlfriends more often because that's just what you do when you are single. See, I just, I get what you're saying, but someone can be listening to this and they can be single and by just you saying that they might think like damn i don't do that am i like weird for not doing that so don't say that's just what you do i think maybe maybe that's what you do (laughs) or what you want to do no i just i don't know why what i think my impression is that that's what you can do say what you could do not what you do because there's a lot of people who don't even like the club you know i'm not saying you would like the club though i'm just saying even if you don't like it it's kind of like the culture that's what i'm saying like if you go to a club i would say probably 90 percent of the people that are in there are probably single yeah possibly. or 80 percent or seven are single yeah <sighs> i'm not it. trying to tell people or like make anyone that is single and doesn't go to the club i'm not telling you to go to the club i don't like the club but if i was single if and if i didn't like the club i would feel the weird pressure of like i should go to the club because that's what i just know from personal experience in the past when you're single that's what people have done and that's yeah. what I have done before and that's what I have done with my single friends before yeah. when we were all single we were all go to the club and try to meet guys yeah that's just like what I did when I was single and that's what other people have done in the past around me that were single so that's why my idea uh, is that yeah you can know? I ask you a question what when when women say we go to the club not to meet guys we just go to have fun with with each other, right? Mm-hmm. Like they they don't go. I'm like, the wrong person to like ask this we're, question. Like <laughs> we're we don't get dressed up to look good for other guys. We get dressed up for ourselves and so put the makeup on. So are we just talking on. about the club right now in no, this episode? No, we, we just I just want to talk about that for like five minutes. Okay, so um, I feel like I'm not the voice for this specific question, and I shouldn't be, but I'm going to answer it because obviously you asked me. But whoever's listening to this. Don't think that I'm putting, if you're a girl, don't think I'm putting words in your mouth. Disclaimer. Disclaimer, yeah. I don't ever want people to feel that way. I'm just, this is a conversation between you and me, mm-hmm. and this is my opinion and my opinion only. Okay. okay? Hey, you guys get ready for this shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, but so, because I feel like we've talked about this in the past a while ago. And my thing about going to the club with your friends is that my experience when I was going to the club, I had a summer when I was in Toronto, I had just turned 19 and I had been away from Toronto and all my friends there for a year. So I hadn't seen anyone in a long time. I was super excited to see everyone. And I was finally 19. Sorry, if you hear that in the background, there's like people walking in the hallway. We actually have neighbors now who talk. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but so I was super excited. And at 19, that's when you can start going to the club in, in Canada. Toronto? Yeah, 19, can not you, 21. Can you drink too? Yeah, of course. Oh, shit. So 19 is the, like the legal age. So I was so excited because I was able to finally experience like the club scene, especially because in Seattle, obviously I was 19, I couldn't go to the club yeah, yet yeah. or have a drink or anything like that. So when I went... I went full force in it. I'm like, guys, let's go. Let's get fucked up. Let's go to the club. But I wanted to experience all that. And my friends also, wait, all my wait. friends were older than me. Sorry, I what? want to pause real quick. Were you nervous the first time you went to a club? Because I think for some I was. reason, for some reason, the first time I ever went to a club, I didn't club, know what to expect. I was so nervous. I, I wouldn't <laughs> say I necessarily was nervous. It's not so much nervous, it's more like anxious because you know you're about to be. In a big room full of hella people. Yes. It's hot. No, but I just felt like, yo, this is my first time in a club and nobody knows it's my first time. Oh, really? And I just Everybody felt like, knew it was my first time. Like, all my friends knew. Like, oh, this is Alia's first club. Whatever. Oh, my God. Okay, continue. Especially because all my friends were older than me. So, they had, like, experienced that. Mm. So, we finally go and the big thing for me was that this summer, I'm going to get mine. Like, mm. I'm going to get some experiences. I was going to, you know, meet some guys, whatever. That was that like was your like, goal in your mind. In my mind, it was like packaged in there with other things too. It was like, I want to go to the club. I want to experience nightlife. And part of that is also like meeting guys and, you know, having a good time. Okay. That was all in the package. I have a question, but I'm just going to wait. No, go ahead. When, when a group of girls go to the club, right? Yeah. They get dressed up, looking real good. I never, my type of friends. Can I finish my question? Well, I was just going to say that (laughs) my type of friends, when you say like, get this, get dressed up, look really good, whatever. I go to the club in bike shorts. Like I wasn't going to the club in like a a short skirt or a short dress. I was always wearing pants. So it was either like longer, like maybe tight tighter like jeans or something and like Mm. a crop top or Mm. i was wearing like some baggy like cargo pants with the crop top or Mm. i was wearing like biker shorts with an oversized t-shirt i was going like that's what my club look was you wanted to get real comfortable to dance yeah i was there mostly yeah exactly (laughs) i was never really it's like i'm going to the club and i'm going to dance tonight yeah i was maybe wearing some like (laughs) i'm wearing white white jeans oh yeah i never wore like anything but sneakers you know, I kind of appreciate the girls who go to the club, like, are ready to, like, dance and sweat. Yeah, but that was my friends. Like, like all a, of us, that's, like, what we were, that mm, was the vibes. Yeah. People went in, like, jean shorts and, like, a tank top. It was summer. It was hot as fuck. Toronto gets so hot. It's like New York. So, that was the vibe. And so, already, it wasn't, like, the... Because your question was like, go get dressed up, whatever. We weren't really getting like dressed up like that, hmm. you know. Got it. What was the rest of the question? No, and that's it. Oh yeah, so, <laughs> so um, do do women like think okay tonight? One of us needs to get some. Yes, like we need to get something. Again, this is my personal experience. My personal friend. A lot of people but- think. That's not true. Or women might say I that. I can't speak for those women. I can't. We don't go for that shit. <laughs> I can't I can't speak for because I'm sure that there might be women who go to the club. And there with are, their by the way. Not might. And, okay, not yeah. might. I just don't know them. I have never <laughs> met them, is all I'm saying. Okay. All of my friends that I know, especially obviously the ones that are single and not in relationships, like 
and me personally with my own experiences and my friends when we were in Toronto and all that, like I was single at the time and so were all of them. And while you're getting ready, you also are pre-gaming. So you're drinking a little bit, trying to get loose. You know, drinks are expensive. What's, so your, not- what's your favorite go-to drink on one of those nights? Can you just share uh, with us? Well, when, if you go to the club, I would get like a gin and tonic. But before that, we're probably like drinking some wine. You what know, kind of maybe wine? Maybe we take some shots, like white wine. Because, hmm. you know, it's like hot. It's like hot summer. So you're drinking like cold white wine. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I'm just saying that like before when you're getting ready to go out, you're drinking a little bit. Everyone's probably talking about like, I don't know, different shit that maybe is not even related. But I do know that in my experience, we would say that like I haven't like I remember for a fact when we would go to the club and I was quote unquote unsuccessful not in the sense of like i didn't go home with somebody or i didn't like have sex at the end of the night or some shit like that i just mean i wasn't successful in the sense that we went to the club and nobody danced with me that's an unsuccessful night and i'm not even saying that that that's how i just felt i know that's how all of my friends felt at the time if that happened to you if you went to the club and all your friends and nobody came and talked to you no guy came to like start dancing with you it was like an unsuccessful night. Like in the sense that like sure. obviously you still had fun and you were still had fun, but it wasn't like But there was a complete, thing that wasn't complete. Especially if all your friends got some someone's attention and you're the only one. I remember for a fact there was one night that nobody came and danced with me, but everybody had their own little thing somewhere. And how did you like, I felt so shitty at the end of the night. But it's really? so stupid to think about it right now. Yeah. No, but I guess, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense because if all of your friends got some attention from someone and you're the only one who didn't get attention, even me, I would think like, damn, like I wanted some attention. Everybody wants attention. Everybody wants attention. So it's normal. Like I'm not even trying to sit up here and act like I don't care about attention. Fuck that. Yeah. Like, especially if you're like all going with that sort of like not necessarily that that's 100% your attention because I don't want people to think that like I was just going there to hunt it's yeah. not like that but at or, the same or, time or, it's a big what or to be hunted or whatever yeah <laughs> um but at the same time I think it comes packaged into the whole like club nightlife experience and it doesn't have to be that you go you meet someone you start making out and then you're like oh let's go back to my place like it's not all that it doesn't have to be but i just think that for me part of going to the club and the experience is like i'm single i go I get, I hang out with, like, I get to go with my girlfriends. The We get to pregame, get ready together. It's all cute. It's all fun. We walk to the place. And don't get me wrong, that whole summer was so fun. But because we went out so much, we went out Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night. Every week? Every week. For, like, I think it was, like, six weeks that I was there. Damn. Same I was, club? No, like different ones. What was the name of the club you went that you remember? I don't remember them. Really? There was one that I really liked. Uh, I think it was called like Ballroom or something. Ballroom. <laughs> oh my god! If anyone's listening to this, and you live in Toronto, I mean, Ballroom is like pretty ratchet. I feel like they probably closed it down, but um, that one was like 
<laughs> ballroom. I don't know. We went in that one a couple times. We just had like they played. They really played some good music you guys want to go to ballroom tonight oh my god but then there was another one that was like house of hearts for like some random shit like that that's not very toronto it sounds right anything with house in it yeah and anyways um that was my club experience and after we did that so much i would i got it out of my system for like an entire lifetime that i was like honestly i don't want to go anymore because the club culture i was like over it you know it's very funny. What's very funny? <laughs> You're younger than me, but I feel like you had more club experience than me. Really? Seriously, because I never knew that you went on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday for an entire summer. I feel like that it was my- an entire summer. It was like six weeks. It's okay if it was an entire summer. We're here to be honest on this podcast. <laughs> no, but I'm, I am honest. So the amount of times I went to a legit club, probably ten times in my life. Mm. I can almost remember each one, you know, and I'm not saying this because, oh, I'm proud of it. It's not anything. I'm just saying that's how much I just don't, I just fucking like hate it, you know? Yeah. I mean, I do get it. My sister likes the clubs way more than me. She's younger than me also, and she's been to way too many. But me, I was just always kind of just doing other shit. And And I'm not saying like... Me saying this is not like trying to shit on anybody who likes the club. Right. Yeah. Same. I'm sure it's a great place if you love it. Yeah. <laughs> and when I was doing it and we were going out a lot and whatever, I was having a great time. I was like, what spot are we hitting tonight? Exactly. It's a whole thing. And you it's know a whole what? experience. You're like, let's walk. You walk outside on the streets. The experience, like the, the moment when the club closes at 2 p- Ooh, I just hit the mic. The club club closes at 2 p.m everybody comes outside hangs around a little bit everyone hangs around outside waiting Get for some their hot Uber. dogs it's hot as fuck if it's summertime it's a whole adventure every night you're like "Ooh, what's gonna happen tonight who's gonna get what it's a whole thing and i appreciate it and it was so much fun while it was happening but i was single yeah so would you say, can you do all of those things while you're in a relationship? I, I personally, the way that I am, and now that I've been in a, in a long-term relationship, I wouldn't do any of that. Hmm. It doesn't make sense. Okay. I um, Would I, I go to a bar with, with like a couple friends and you? Yeah. 100% we do that. Yeah, why not? But that's a totally different thing. Should we call this podcast going to the club? <laughs> no, okay. So I want to leave that because there's so much more about yeah. your 20s than just the club, you know? Yeah, there is. So... Uh, for example, a person who's just graduated, just graduated, or maybe still in college, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you're 22. I mean, there's and- people that continue college, get the master's, or no, whatever, right? Exactly. So I, I just want to get into like the comparison thing, right? Okay. So let's, for example, I'm 22. I graduated, and all of my friends have re- are in a relationship. Mm. Maybe some of them are. You know, even married. I don't know. It's just an example, right? Yeah. What do you do as the person that all your friends have serious relationships and you've never even had one, a mm. serious one? I feel like that's like a social expectation and and, uh, and like a pressure thing that a lot of people feel in their 20s because they feel like, ooh, you it's know, I'm 20. It's to have relationships. Right. It's like I'm like 23 and... I still like I'm still a virgin. Yeah. Like that's a big thing to a lot of people and and I don't know like maybe some people feel 
like really maybe like embarrassed about it or they feel really like shitty about it because you're comparing yourself to you know like your friend that just called you and told you what she did last night you know mm. so for guys it's very different but i want to ask you like as 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 a as a woman right <laughs> as a virgin <laughs> no how do you let's say you were that person yeah I don't know, like, where are you in, like, in your mind, like, in your state of mind? Are you like trying to just get anything, or are you just not worried about it at all? Because a lot of people can just say, you know, I'm just gonna live my life whenever it comes, it comes. Or okay, go ahead. Sorry, yeah. I know, I'm sure you got the question. <laughs> no, so I was gonna say that again, speaking from my own opinion, um, I the way that I am and my personality is that if I was my age right now if I was 23 or let's say I was like 25 and all the people that I know and my friends are you know experiencing romantic relationships they've had relationships messy ones good ones dramatic ones you know they've had different like sexual experiences um one night one night stands like all that whatever comes into that whole like dating um realm Mm -hmm. they they're experiencing all that that, and they have experienced it and if i haven't done much in that department in my life and if i'm 23 25 whatever 27 28 yeah and i just haven't experienced it for whatever reason my personality and the way that i am i would definitely be doing shit to do it to figure it out to get it get it done you know what i mean especially if what do you mean like i wouldn't just because you gave your like are you somebody that consciously is trying to do something about it are you someone that's like you know what when it will happen it will happen i'm not like Like you'll do something i will like be on the apps i will you know go out i will maybe go to the club even though i mean i wouldn't recommend getting it done at the club if you know what i'm saying but (laughs) like don't meet people at the club for relationships that's not really doesn't work like that but if you are trying to get a little bit more experience in the dating department in general, I just overall think that whatever age you're at, experienced or not, but especially when you're not experienced, you have to push yourself out of your comfort zone. You have to do something in order to make things happen, in order to meet people. You can't just expect it to happen out of nowhere because you it's have, most likely not going to. You have to put yourself out there. You have to. You have to make the effort. You have to reach out to people. You have to, you know, text people on those apps. You got to go on dates, bad you know, ones, bad ones, until you find a good one. You're not going to find... Um, I just want to say, like, see, so in 2022, I feel like, I feel like the stigma on online dating is kind of like going away a little bit. Yeah. It's normalized now. Oh yeah, I definitely would say that too. And there's nothing wrong with like being on the app, meet someone. If they're cool, you vibe with them. Cool, go on a second date. If that goes well, and you're see, the thing is, you have to be really honest with that person from the very beginning if you wanted to even give it a real shot. Mm, honest in what way no just like be yourself oh so yeah. they they really see you so then there's no like expectation like uh, like surprises mm, yeah. somewhere down the road they're gonna be like yo who's this right and i don't know i mean that's how we met mm-hmm. and this is almost like four years later yeah you know so shout out to tinder by the way if you ever want to sponsor us tinder hit us up okay We're a success story yeah um so yeah i mean you have to put yourself out there and then also 
you have to you can't expect everyone to be perfect no you cannot expect that you're gonna go on a date and, and it's just, gonna go well and and you have like all these check marks that this guy or girl has to like check okay do, do they have a job where are they working at do they live with their parents okay i'm not saying that you shouldn't have like standards standards but just like be open to just understanding everybody everybody got a different life yeah you know what i mean so i think even just going on dates that are bad bads <laughs> even going on dates that are bad you you're learning shit about yourself as well yes you know like what do i not like or what did i say this time that i probably shouldn't say the next time mm-hmm. you know and it's also it's not even so much that it's about getting used to talking to somebody in a date situation exactly being good at dating have takes experience practice. in that exactly yeah if you just never go on dates you're going to consistently have that anxious feeling that i haven't been on a date Oh, I don't like what are we gonna talk about? And then let's say you land on like a really good date that, that you actually that, really like the person that could have been the guy, but because you just never went on a date, you fucked up. Yeah, and, and now he's gonna think, probably like, yo, what the fuck? He's gonna think like, yo, this girl's kind of weird a little bit. I'm good. I'm not. Boom, and now you lost. And you exactly, exactly. And I was also gonna say that you mentioned, you know, the having the boxes of like your standards and all that. Mm. You also have to like maybe think about like what is it that you're exactly looking for right now. And I think that it's never like it's you should go into a date without being like, especially when you're in your 20s, since we're on this topic. Yeah. When you're in your 20s, are you trying to get married? Are you right. trying to find a husband? Yeah. Probably not. If you yeah. are, that's cool. But I'm just saying, I think majority or a big chunk of people are probably not trying to get married right now in the second in their early mid even late 20s yeah so when you're on an app or when you're going on a date with whoever you met from wherever don't think about it as like is this person the one are they like just like if maybe there is something you don't like about them i'm sure there's something they don't like about you either maybe but i was just gonna say like not all the boxes need to be filled because you're not trying to get married to this person, most likely. Because you probably don't know you want to get married to that person until much later. Much later. And at the beginning, Yoni and I, we kind of didn't li- like each other that much. We didn't like each other that much, honestly. We, we barely went on a second and third our, date. Yeah, our third date was saved by, you know, some 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 spicy sexting. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was it. We were like, okay, well... And that was in my head. I was like, you know, I mean... He's got a cool vibe, but it might just be like a little like fling or like a little physical situation. It might not be like a relationship thing. And, and that's okay. And that's totally fine. Don't just go on dates and think, oh, he's not, I can't marry him. He's not him. husband material, so that's it. So There's I'm other not, things. So I'm not going to go on a date with him. First of all, you guys went on one date. How can you even see that? Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. And with us, it wasn't until like later like a little bit later, maybe, I don't know, like our fifth or sixth time we were hanging out that I felt like, oh shit, like this could be something more than just, you know, a physical thing or like yeah. friends or something. Yeah. But it took time for us to get there because it takes time. Yeah. However also, much, like, it just takes time. Yeah. Simply put. And also our timing was a little different. What do you mean? 
just with who was ready for the next step first. Oh, know? yeah. I mean, I was always like, so what are we? Elliot was like, so, like, what are we in this Like, what thing? are we doing? And I'm like, yo, this is, the, this is week two. <laughs> and you already asked me that. But I mean. I, all I'm saying is that I think it's not the I, most productive if you're especially someone that hasn't experienced a lot of stuff when it comes to dating, don't judge someone in like super intensely, like point by point, hair by hair, freckle by freckle. It's like, bro, you just met them. And you then, are a person and they are a person. And also you don't know how much they wanted to share with you on that day. The more you meet people, the more you, 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 um, they'll open up to you. Yeah. So on the first day, you know, everybody got those butterflies at first. Oh, it's the first day. Like, what am I going to say? What are we going to talk about? It's very, it's kind of like a little bit calculated if you're yeah. one of those people who do it that way. You know, True. go on like, unless they're like really just a douchebag, right? Yeah. Like and if you obviously like. That's you, easy to tell. Yeah. You know, but if they're cool and you just kind of like pick point, like pinpoint uh, like a couple things that you don't like, go on more dates and you'll find out more about them. Also, you know? let's say they don't have a job. Let's say their job is or maybe it's a job that you don't necessarily think like, I don't know if people's jobs are a big thing uh, that you look at when you're looking at the, te- the people that you want to date. Who knows? For yeah. me, whatever job you had, I didn't really care that much. Was it wasn't just- a focus for me. But I know there's people that look at, oh, he's. I don't know, a bartender. And then they're not really cool with that. They want somebody that has a more like stable nine to five, like a hundred K a year job or some shit. Yo, when you met me, I wasn't even making like a lot of money. I was just doing photography full time. And but I didn't even care for me. But that I was, was barely what I liked. like, but I, I was barely like making my rank, getting my, getting my food, you know, like paying my little bills that I had. And I was like in my little room that I had in the yeah. house. I was so happy. Obviously, there's things that I wanted to get to, but you met me at a time where I was like pretty low, and I was like and that hustling. Would, that would tur- like turn away a lot of people in oh, a way. I thought you it know? was gonna turn you away. Yeah, I didn't. I was like, yo, as soon as she come, I, I was like, yo, do I invite her over to my place or should I go to my friend's house? And like, oh my god, <laughs> no, like seriously. So and then when you came over to my place, I was like, you know what, Yoni, it is what it is. This yeah. is me. And this is what I do. And here I am, you know, but I was just honest. But I do know that there's people that they care about that stuff. Oh, no way. But at the same time, I was just going to say that you should use the whole like, what is it that you're trying to get in the same, uh, like, how do I say? Like calculate that equally to how much you want them to have a job or have a house or I don't know what people care about, but I'm just saying like, if you're trying to just date to date and to experience dating and to experience people and how to deal with different people and different communication styles and different relationships and whatever else and physical experiences with people, whatever fucking job they have does not matter. The job that they have might matter later down the line when you're thinking like, damn, I kind of want to spend the rest of my life with this person. Then that becomes more important or maybe not. Yeah. Did you say that's something you liked about me when you first met? No, I was going to say that you being an artist and like a photographer 
that's like a thing that for me, I was like, I really liked about that. I wasn't looking for anybody that was in a more conventional job in a general, because at the time I was also like really big into the dance world and all that. And I was still dancing. So I just know that like when somebody else, when I was meeting someone else that was also an artist would understand me more, you know what I mean? So that for me, I was like, we would align a lot on that. So but there's did. other people that might be like, oh, an artist, like they don't have a, like whatever salary people want people to have. It's like, yeah. who cares? Like you're meeting the person, not the salary. And just because somebody has a job at fucking Microsoft as an engineer, that doesn't mean like, what does that say about who that person is? Yeah, nothing. Not a lot necessarily. Unless you're just one of those girls who just go for whoever has the most money. Yeah. And know. just with that, I just want to say, you know, good luck with that. <laughs> I just think that dating should be a little bit more simple than like, you know, no need to make it too difficult for yourself and too high stakes and intense. Yeah. I've, you know, I've never, I, I never really went on like a lot of dates. For some reason, I was just always kind of like, you know, whoever, whoever I'm going to date or like whoever I'm going to meet, it's going to come to me. I was never really much of a like chaser. Mm. I get what you mean. You know, and even though like my friends tell me like, yo, Yoni, you see that girl right there? She was looking at you and she was like, I have a hard time. Not that I'm not confident, mm -hmm. but I have a hard time walking up to somebody and just really trying to get like her number or something, their number or something. Like I would be the person, even if I know that you're really interested mm -hmm. I will take so long because I'm comfortable. I'm not rushing. So if like, if I know you like me, cool, let's keep hanging out. I'm just going to be myself. I'm not going to make necessarily, and maybe that's like a turn off to a lot of people, but I'm not going to always make like a big move, <laughs> big move. Like, Hey, like what's your number? Like if I already see you every day at school or whatever, or let's say I have your Instagram or whatever, mm -hmm. right? I'm not going to, I don't know. Like it, to me, I'm, I things happening organically is very important for me. Yeah, and I'm not saying you asking for someone their number is not organic because that's like <laughs> the most organic shit there can be, you know. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not. Um, like I almost don't care about that necessarily. Like I'm gonna see you when I see you. Mm. Like, and it's funny because we're very different in that sense because I want to know exactly like what's up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so would you say I'm, like, wasting my time? What do you mean? Like, I waste a lot of time. Well, in our... And I and, and I know that I do, because I have some friends who will get to the same point that I would get to, like, a month later. They will get that shit done in, like, three days. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I asked her this. We talked about that. I got her number, and we went on a couple of dates. Me, I would just drag this shit for, like, three weeks and just be very, I like, nonchalant. Say, like, that is annoying for a girl, especially if, like, the girl likes you. Oh. And I know for me, in our relationship at the beginning, we've talked about this many times, I think, that I was constantly feeling like he's acting like he wants to be with me. He's acting like I'm his girlfriend. He's acting like he likes me a lot. But anytime we would talk about it, it would not be like what you would, what comes out of your mouth 
about our relationship would not match up to the way you treat me. And I know you're going to say, but wouldn't you rather me treat yeah, you Would like you want to be treated than just hearing it, words from me? But why does it have to be one or the other? And we're not going to get into this because we've talked about this so many times. You want to have both? Yeah. <laughs> and I why? did eventually have both, but it really took some time for me to get it out of you. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, I think uh, we can get into some questions. I think we got a couple good ones. No? Yeah, let's get into it. All right. Someone said, I don't know how people live their lives planned out. I'm 24 and still don't know what I'm doing. Mm. I would I, say that most life, most of the time, life doesn't go according to plan. Most of the time. Yeah. And also just being 24, by the way, you're very young. Yeah. 24 Society made 24 feel like if you don't have an idea of what you want to do right now, you're like behind, and which is which is not true. It's so funny to hear because just really quickly on um, my at my graduation, our commencement speaker, he was like um, a Tony Award winner, like producer, actor, filmmaker, whatever. And he had a job switch when he was in his like late 30s, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. He said he was working in like some kind of tech situation, like something very techy. And then after that, he was like, you know what? I need to follow my passion. And he switched and went into filmmaking and acting and all that stuff when he was like in his late 30s. So nothing goes according to plan and people change their careers all the time. So maybe right now you think at 24, you're saying you have no idea what you want to do. Maybe you have no plan. Let's say in a year from now, you're like, you know what? This is what I want to do. But then 10 years from then, maybe something else comes along. Like you don't, you just don't know. Yeah. Like at 24, I thought I was going to be a professional basketball player. That was like my whole thing. I just wanted photography was not even in the picture. At 23, I thought I was going to be hired at a professional ballet company. I was going to be dancing every day. I was going to be on stage. I was going to be paid from dance. I was still, I was going to be like in that world. And I'm so far away from that. And if I went back in time and I told my like, 18 year old self that this is where you're going to be at 23 i would have been so mad that i failed quote unquote in dance that i failed like what i'm what i was trying to do then and that i am doing this random shit like what am i even doing i don't yeah. really know it's like what i'm doing yeah but you yeah. gotta take it like especially like you're just 24 is hella young 24 if you want like for the next three years, if you just want to fuck up and do and random shit, different paths. Three years. Listen, three years is a long time. Yeah. Would you agree? Yeah. In three years, this girl would be twenty-seven, and you still, you still only twenty-seven. You like, you have time to like. I don't know who, who was the actress that she wasn't doing anything until she was like, like twenty-eight. Mm -hmm. Was it twenty-eight? There's some actors 30, like, that like Paula Paula Patton. Mm. Like she just started having like this uh this acting career late twenties, and before then I don't know if she was like I don't know maybe I'm wrong with my age here, but I just remember she was kind of like 
quote unquote like later in life. Yeah, like、Five. a lot of people start when they're really young. And for me, I mean, I don't know. Like, I never really stressed about that.、Mm. Like, I'm 31 now, and there's still so much I want to do with photography. Like, I'm not even where I want to be with photography. Yeah, I do know that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah, I found that out when I was like maybe 25.、Mm. I was 25, and I was like, this is gonna be it, and that's it. I don't care how long it's gonna take, or what I gotta do, or how hard it's gonna be. I was committed, and I was stubborn, and that's it. Yeah. And you have to stick with it, and I'm still sticking with it. I haven't like made it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whatever that means. But yeah. So, anyways, don't stress about it. Just relax, take your time, and you know. And and really pay attention to like the things that you. Like in life, I think we've talked about this in the past before、and、too. Try、It's、things like, exactly. Try things. Look for random jobs、right. that might maybe are not super career specific, you know. Um, but just like I don't know, just look at different things that you're interested in, like go towards those. But also, they don't have to be. I don't know. I just feel like. <sighs> I I just after graduating and seeing like all these people graduating and I'm it was like seven thousand people that graduated all at the same time with different degrees and I was like that's hell of people that、yeah. are probably not gonna end up actually doing what they went to school for and、yeah. there's many people that might not even ever use their degrees because、Did、they ever, might end up going in some other direction. Who knows? Did I ever tell you about that? My friend that has a photography degree and she sees all the shit that I'm doing. She's like, "Yoni, I literally have a photography degree, and you're inspiring me to do shit with photography."、Mm. I didn't even go to school for this shit, you know. Yeah. Anyways, we got another one here. Someone says that they feel anxious, and she says, "I feel like I'm missing out on." Enjoying this age, she didn't specify which age she is.、Mm-hmm. She says she feels like she's missing out and she's not doing the things that she's supposed to do at that age. Yeah, well, probably like around twenties. Yeah, probably something like that. And I、talking. mean, that's that's kind of like just kind of like what we just answered. I mean, yeah, you feel anxious. That's just literally society making you anxious. Yeah, because you're comparing yourself to everyone else. And I think that, like, in my own kind of struggle with that type of anxiety around what. You should be doing around this age and experimenting and everything we talked about so far. I think the conclusion I'm having is that I have to just fuck all that and do what I like. If I don't like to go to the clubs, if I don't like to get drunk or drink a lot or you know do drugs or whatever the fuck. You're technically doing in your twenties, and if I like to go to a farmers market for fun, or if I like to <laughs> on a Sunday, on yeah, and if I like to just go thrifting by myself for hours, or if I like to go to a bookstore for hours, and that's like my fun for the week. If that's just what I like to do, I just have to own up to it and be like, this is what I like to do for fun, and that's it. It's your life. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, someone said the transition between teenager and adult life is more complicated than I thought.、Mm. So where do we draw the line here? Oh, I guess teenager. I guess from 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 nineteen to twenty. Yeah, except I feel like I don't know. Twenty. I don't think you're an adult still. I really think 
age yeah, has age so much to do with the person because I personally weird. always felt like I was not to be like, oh my God, I'm so mature. But I really felt because of my life and my experiences, the fact that I had to live away from my family and that I... You grow so much. I grew a lot and a lot of people... People are surprised when I tell them how old I am. Not all the time, but sometimes. I think because most they think times. that I'm more I'm older than I actually am. But that's what I liked about you, by the way, too. Because remember when you told me you were, you know, like that you were younger and I was like, Yeah, but you seem like so mature. Oh, when you started dating? Yeah, and also too, the age gap, there's people it's only like weird, I guess. If someone is like 18 and dating like someone who's 30, <laughs> but then if you take that same 12 year gap and you put it like between someone who's like 27 and like 42 or it's that's all not of the a, right math. Yeah, it's not it's, it's <laughs> whatever, not, but you get the point. Yeah, it's like I don't know, like it. It's um the older you are, the because my parents their their age difference is I think it's like my parents is 11 years. And ours th- is like nine th- or eight and a half. Yeah, and I think my parents, I don't know, it's, I, it's more than 10. I know that for sure. Mm, I you think know? he told me it was like 12, but maybe not. 12 or 13. And I know people who have, it's it's not it's not that big of but a I deal. But I really think it could be depending on the people. Because if the, if you're if very the immature, younger person is super mature, and let's say the older person is really like maybe they're like even older than they are in mm-hmm. that sense. Like maybe they're thirty, but they're more like a forty-year-old right. in their who like in their personality, in what they like to do, in their sense of like life and perspective. Yeah, and just common sense shit. Yeah, and that's totally fine. But then that becomes a problem. But let's say I feel like in our situation, in a way. I am a little bit more mature than, let's say, the average 23-year-old um, from, like, on some things in my life. I'm immature maybe in other ways. But then you are also, let's say, a little bit more, like, young-spirited. Um, what than, you mean? I'm, I'm still young. Then, no, no, no. I'm just saying <laughs> I'm then, just like, another person who's the same age as you. Yeah, I know another person. This dude is, like, 32, so he's, like, a year older than me. But I swear, like, I thought he was, like, 41. Mm. And, which is cool. Like, I, you know, you do you, right? Yeah. But I just hate the, the this thing about if you're 30 years old, you're supposed to just, like, act like you're 30. Like, you're supposed to just be serious, <laughs> like, dress a certain way. Yeah. And I'm just like, yo, I can be that age and dress how I like to dress, still handle my business and kind of like handle my, I don't have to necessarily change my voice and just be like more, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I totally get what you're saying. And that's why I think it works for us because we kind of meet in the middle. We do. I feel like you meet Like I never feel like you're older than me ever. Yeah. Ever in our relationship. Maybe like at the beginning, I think at the beginning of our relationship, there were some things that I, I was more immature in but that's also because, because you, i didn't have a lot of experience grew. you also what? grew a lot since then yeah but i just mean at the beginning that's when maybe our age difference i like felt it a little bit when it comes to the like relationship experience that i just didn't have a lot of relationships before you 
So there were some things when it comes to relationship things. Do you remember what some of those things were? Not really. <sighs> Not really, right? I don't remember. Like we would make plans and then if you would cancel, I would be like really mad or I don't know. Yeah, That's, yeah. I'll, we'll anyways. never forget about that. All right. <laughs> Someone said, I feel like I'm wasting my 20s doing stuff I hate, working jobs I hate and like it's my last chance. Mm, they feel like it's their last i think they, they probably mean that they feel like it's their last chance to figure it out because yeah. like in a way it feels like when you reach 30 that's like the end like whatever you're with at 30 you're stuck with until you die oh my god which is so stupid it's so stupid don't even think like that that's like, like you know and i i hate the who, idea who that us, who makes us think like this though i don't know I is it the know. movies? Is it like it's a combination of like several things? Because when we say society, like what do we really mean? We like mean society exists in what world? Like society in the air? is what your parents tell you, what you see around you, yeah. um, how you hear people talking about age in movies and media stories, like different. There's so much, yeah. you know. But I was gonna say that I hate the idea that we are supposed to only have one path and one career and one kind of like career job for our entire lives. And I hate that. And I literally hope that I will have several different things that I do. I hope that at one point I will maybe have my own restaurant or I will work in the food something. I am not in that at all right now. But that's something that I would love to do in some way or the other at one point in my life. It might be when I'm 30. It might be when I'm 40. Who knows? At another point, maybe I want to write a book. And maybe that book can be really fucking good. And that's the whole thing. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. But true. I think that's so dope because you only literally only have one life. And I think it's so wasted, honestly, if you do just one thing. Yeah. Honestly. Anyways. Like for me, for example, I do photography now, but another thing that I would love to do when I'm maybe like in my 40s is like filmmaking. Mm. It's still in the same world, but I feel like it's like the graduated version of mm. photography for me, like making short films, maybe documenting, go to like Cuba or India or just documenting like little kids how they live how they like play sports outside just make like a really like heartfelt short movie maybe even even if it's like 15 minutes you know like directed yeah. by yoni koto that would be so dope like i see myself doing mm, that in my i 40s. see yourself i see you <laughs> i see you doing that yeah you know that'd be so dope and after that you know i kind of just want to do those two things i don't want to do seven things i don't want to just those two things yeah but see it's just good to know what you want to do at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do think I'm that... I'm not saying you're supposed to know that when you're 24, 23, 30, but you have to be in search for it. Don't yeah. just live life and just think, you know, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. And if you live like that and you like it, that's good for you. But I think it's important to have an open mind and... Find something that fulfills you because... And just think, what, what do I like? Like, talk to yourself. Like, go on a road trip by yourself. Just think. I'm a deep thinker. Yeah. So I love to think about shit like that. But I know there's people who don't think about none of the shit we're talking and about here. And think way outside of the box. Think way outside of your reach right now. Yeah. Because you can do it. Like, you... I think it's just we often limit ourselves because we just think there's no way that I would be able to do that type of job. There's no way that I could get close to this type of thing. Why? 
why? Yeah. Especially now, we are we have the internet, we have accessibility to so many things. You can do it. Yeah. All right. So we have another person who said, I feel like I have to get my shit together and at the same time live like a young careless person mm, it's that same kind of like you balance can, i thing. feel like you can do both you can get your shit together wait so i mean being a careless person is not really necessarily a good thing <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't i at least i don't think so yeah unless you you know you live with your parents and you don't have to pay bills you can be careless i think careless like what does careless mean in careless this context? means you know like you go to the club and you get <laughs> fucked up why are we always talking about the club you get blacked out <laughs> okay that's being careless wake up the next day hungover. go to your job you're like yo i'm fucked up I'm but it's fucked funny up. actually even more fucked up you just forget you had to go to work the next day. <laughs> like you're just careless i don't think that's good for you yeah yeah um i feel like maybe there's other things like careless i don't know i can't think about right now my brain is kind of scrambled at this point i feel like we talked about everything it's a lot of club talk yeah all right next person said we're raised to believe that we need to have our shit together in our 20s and it's final bullshit you're still young in your 30s Honestly, I was going to say that... Honestly, <laughs> I agree with you. Um, I feel like we already said this, but I was going to add that um, I feel like I actually thought... That 30 was old. I know. 30 was old. Yeah. Like I, a couple of years ago. That's what I thought. But... Until I got to 30, I, am, I was like, wait. It's so funny, but I am so excited to be 30 because I'm, I feel like 30 is the new 20. Oh, 20 is... Wait. No. 30 30? is the new 20. Like, 30 is when, like, I'm... (laughs) I'm... (laughs) No, 30 is, like, I'm... I know who I am. I'm a person. I have, like, all these feelings I need to, like, say all at once. But 30 is, like... How do I explain it? Yo, you should have seen Ali's face. Oh my god. That's that why should, we need to make video. That should shit. be the title of this podcast. What? 30 is a new 20. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe. But honestly, I'm like so I'm more excited about reaching 30 than like being in my 20s right now. Because yeah. my 20s is so like eh, eh. but when you're 30, it's like, I don't know, I feel like you're so your person. You're so yourself. I'm myself. At 30, you're like, fuck it. I'm just going to be me. I feel like I'm. that's where I am. Yeah. 20 is like, ah, like who do I want to be? Like yeah. you're still figuring yourself out. But that's what I did too. All throughout my 20s, I was like, oh, photography is not, I mean, basketball is not really working out and I'm going to try this brand new thing. It's photography. I always love to like capture shit. So maybe I should like try to take it more seriously. My friends told me to do it. Yeah. Got into that and I was like, wow, you know what? I actually re, and I fell in love with it. Yo. I started shooting with my iPhone 5 and I went outside every single day to take photos with my iPhone. Ali is yawning right now because, <laughs> because I said this story so many times. Sorry. It's an automatic reaction. I understand. <laughs> you know, but, and I really did it every single day and I was like addicted. And I was like, you know what, this, this thing might really be my life. Mm. And I, I'm still doing that until this day. So and I mean, look at the different level that you're doing it at. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, we'll just see where it takes me, you know? All right. We got another person who said, your 20s are fun, but I don't think it's what everybody 
makes it out to be. Yeah. Why did I, I read that so wrong? I don't know. Everybody. <laughs> Yeah, I would agree. 20s are fun, but to me, my 20s were not... I'm, ha- I'm going to have way more fun in my 30s and 20s. Uh, that's what I think, too. My 20s was... was I was... Because I really care about like what I'm going to do in this life. Mm-hmm. I want to do something. <laughs> okay. You know? So in my 20s, I was just trying to figure out what it was. Yeah. But I wasn't putting But now lot, you're actually doing it. Exactly. But I wasn't really putting a lot of pressure on myself. Like, I'm not overthinking it i was just open to everything photography like before basketball i mean before photography i never thought about photography Mm. i remember there used to be like photographers that would come to our basketball games and i would be like yo can i get that photo did you send me that photo or like i would always just ask for the photo because i wanted to see myself Mm -hmm. anyway so then when it like you never know i came to america to play basketball and i end up doing photography yeah. That's the only reason why I even like came to the US was basketball. Yeah. You know? So anyways, you know, you really have to um take a risk. And I was taking a risk cuz I didn't know where photography was going to take me. Yeah, especially cuz the idea of like a photographer it's is not, so It's not easy to make it first of all in photography. Yeah. That's it's so hard. Yeah, exactly. So when people think of that, they think like, oof, not secure job, struggling. Like, exactly. You know? You, you just have to not give a fuck and stick with it and see where it goes. I still want to find out where it goes. Yeah. Anyways, you want to read a couple? Yeah, I'll read a couple. Somebody said, I constantly feel like I'm being judged for being in a serious relationship in my 20s. I guess that comes from the fact that like we've already talked about, where in your 20s, you're not supposed to like find your person in your 20s. It's more like you're supposed to experience dating several people and make like, have a a bunch of different relationship experiences, messy, drama, all that (laughs) shit. No? (laughs) No. With things like that, I was just waiting for you to finish because... Yeah, Yoni was like constantly shaking his head. (laughs) Because this is so um, weird to me. Mm-hmm. If you found love at 22, you found love at 22. That's it. Like, I don't know why you have to be, you have to go to the whole phase (laughs) in your 20s. I guess because you want to have some experience. I would say that it's and, it would it is nice to have a little bit of an experience with other people before you like find your person and you stick with them. You know what I mean? That is very true. It's like you don't want your first person that you date and like have sex with. That's like your person for the rest of your life. And, you know? and some people you, might find that cute. It's and just, then you're only gonna have just like you're only gonna sleep with them for the rest of your yeah. life. You haven't experienced anything or anybody else. Yeah, I think that you should definitely experience some other shit. So maybe yeah. you know that's what I'm saying. Don't look for somebody that checks off all your boxes because you don't want them to. Exactly. Just just look for someone who can check one box or a couple or a couple. <laughs> yeah. You know what was the question again? What is she? What was? No, what? it wasn't a question. It was more just saying like she feels judged that she's in a serious relationship and she's in her twenties. Because whoever's judging you, send them the link to this episode yeah. and just let them listen. To and this give whole them thing. like this timestamp. Yeah. Someone said, "I'm 31. There's a lot of social pressure I found myself dealing with throughout my twenties." And to basically, quote unquote, be someone by 30. But that's complete nonsense. I'm still discovering myself. Don't put a timestamp on your life. You don't realize how much you don't know until you're older. 
Hmm. I need to just take a picture of that and put it on a t-shirt. Oh, my God. <laughs> and just wear that every day. Because what she said was so true. Yeah. Or he. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, I think we put... We, put we, we just love time. And we use time as a guide for, like, many things in life all the time. That I think the t- the idea of age in the perspective of a lifetime it just is become such a big part of like how you conduct yourself in a way especially in the early times where it's like okay now i'm 23 what does this mean now i'm 25 what does this mean and it's a point where like people like sometimes i have friends most of my friends are older than me and someone's like oh yeah i'm turning 27 and i'm like that's dope like what is 27 going to bring you and I know that whenever I bring that it. energy, people are like, yeah, but you're younger. And it's like, I'm always going to be the younger one because I always hang out with people that are slightly older than me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like someone who maybe is 19, like maybe think that my 20, when I'm 23 or like 25 or whatever, that's like much older. But I, I don't know. I just feel like every age is going to bring you something new and different and you're going to grow and you're going to look at yourself, be like the person I was at 21 compared to the person I am now at 23 or 22 or 26. So different. The person, I know so much more. When I was your age, I was completely a different person. Yeah. I would not be able to sit here and have a conversation like this and actually say, I'm not saying what I'm saying is like, Everybody knows the shit that I'm saying. It's like, yeah. you know, but I'm just saying at that age, I wasn't thinking about like I I um, I think it was around 25 or 26, 20, 27, 28 mm-hmm. that I really became aware of like my mind or yeah. like the things that I like to think about on a daily basis, yeah. you know? I just think that we always have this impression that we... In a way, yes, like we develop and we grow and we become ourselves in like the beginning years of our lives. Like Mm -hmm. when you're a teenager, those are very formative. You really are developing into your person. But then when you go into your 20s, that continues. And then when you go into your 30s, that also continues. Yes, the change of your personality and what you like and what you think and your opinions might not change so dramatically like when you're younger, but you don't just stop growing as a person once you reach 30 years old. That just doesn't make sense. And everything we're saying kind of goes to like even like the 40-year-olds. If you're listening to this, I don't want to (laughs) like make it seem like we're not even addressing anybody that's older than 20 or 30. But at 40, you know... I don't even want to say anything because everyone's life path is is just so different. And so yeah, I don't want to like really say something that's like, yeah, at 40, you should have you, sh- you should know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> and you should, you know. But that would be ideal though. What? To like know who you are at four. I think at 40, you can be like, I okay, think you, you know. know <laughs> I also think the whole idea of discovering who you are and all that's like, how do you know when you know who you are? What? Like, how, how do you know when you know who you are? Yeah, like how do you know, when can you say, I know who I am? And when do you say, I have no idea who I am? I've never had those distinct things. Yeah, like I think, I'm just, I just am, I know what I like, 
I know what I do. I know what I lean towards. I know what I don't like. I think I can say that I know. Like, when would you say you knew who you were? When, when I got in, in this relationship. Yeah. Really? Because you, you really, I always knew that I was a, I was a family man. Oh my God. I always knew that I wanted to have one girl, like one partner. I wasn't really into sleeping around and trying to see how many girls I can sleep in in one year. Sleep in? No, uh, wow. <laughs> sleep with in one year. Okay, grandpa. <laughs> you know, and there's a lot of guys out there who take pride in, that oh, I slept, I slept with 40 girls. Mm. Like that's like in, my, in, in their lifetime... They they hold that it's like a it's like a prize it's like mm-hmm. a you know yeah yeah I get it I was never I never cared about that I actually don't think it's even like impressive mm-hmm. so okay cool so I was just gonna say I always knew that I just wanted to have a family have one person and then do what I love which is photography and just build and also build something with my partner. Mm. You know, like this podcast, for example. Like, I, I always knew that I just wanted to have, like, a simple life, but that's, like, full of the shit that I love. Yeah, yeah. And it's very simple. I don't care about whoever's going to talk to me when I walk down the street. And I don't care how she looks. I'm going to like, oh, wow, nice to meet you. I might even give her a compliment. You know, I actually like your hair. <laughs> but I'm good, you know. Have a good day. Yeah. And that's it. You know, so I'm. I'm just. I, I just feel really lucky that I am like secure mm-hmm. that way because it's very easy to be tempted by shit that's around you. There's so many distractions. Yeah. You know, and um, not necessarily like relationship wise distractions when it comes to like what you want to do career wise. Exactly. What you want to do career wise, and you know, and if you're in college and you, and you feel like you need to change major two times, three times, whatever. Anytime you feel like you need to change it, I honestly, I don't know what you're going to say, but I honestly feel like you should change it because what's the point of completing something that you already know that you really don't give a shit about? Mm. Changing that major might cause you to maybe be in school a little longer. And pay more money. (laughs) And pay more money. But isn't that so much more like worth it for like, life is long, bro. Yeah. So. I do think. With that point, I do think it really depends, and it's circumstantial. I don't feel like, like I really, I don't feel like I really um, explain it the best way. <laughs> well, I was just gonna say, like, if for example, if I went into school and I was a psychology major, well, neighbor, <laughs> we've been talking for a long time. If I was a psychology major and then I changed my mind, then I was like, no, actually, I want to do like anthropology or something. Mm-hmm. In that sense, like it might not have such a huge change, like drastic uh, kind of alteration in your life because they're still not that they're similar, but they're not like it's not like you went from being in nursing school to being in like French, like a major in French or something. You know what I mean? Like French class? Like French, the language. Oh. You know, like you can major in like different languages. Yeah. So I think it depends. Yeah, it does depend. All right. This is a little bit of a long one. Okay. Somebody said, maybe it's because of movies and stuff. And of course, what I see on social media, going out partying every weekend, going away every month or so or whatever. But that's the 
quote-unquote influencer type of life. I'm pushing myself to be out there so I can't blame it on something else if it's not what I expected, as in like being in your 20s. If it's not what I expected, it's because I'm not doing those things, you know? I feel like being in your 20s is about having fun and being happy and dating, but it's also about losing yourself and finding yourself back, trying to know what you want and figure out how to get to where you want to go or be. As much as I want my life to be exciting and fun and colorful, it's not, and I think it's my fault. Hmm. So I think this person is basically saying like, even though your 20s are supposed to be like fun and colorful and exciting and risky or whatever, if that's what you want it to be, you have to make it that. But if that's also not who you are, don't make it that. It's kind of like what we've already said and how like I constantly feel conflicted in the sense that I see that like in your 20s, you're supposed to kind of do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. But you only like A, B, F and G. Well, then just do those and fuck the other ones if they don't match who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then if you do want to do those, it's up to you to also do C and D or whatever was left over. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, we we overthink so many things for no reason. You know, so take it easy. Sit back. Get a glass of champagne and just, you know, live your life, bro. Every, every, honestly, everything will be fine. Yeah. Every the, day in your 20s is going to be fine. At every the end day of the in day, your 30s is going to be fine. Exactly. Because if you just stay healthy, you're, you're a good person. You have your little job that you, you're able to just, you know, pay your bills and have food. You're a nice person. People like you and you're just a genuine person and you're healthy and you care about your health and your mental. I'm sure like most people will will, will be just fine. We'll figure it out. Mm. You know, like it's, there's no need to like stress about, oh my God, am I a failure in this life? Blah, blah, blah. I never thought about that that way. You know? Yeah. I was actually never stressed about like really the future. Not saying that I knew I was going to make it in whatever, but I was just... I'm going to be, I always knew I was going to be good. Yeah. No matter how low I was, I was like, I just believed that I just, you know, in whatever I decide to do or or whatever life will throw at me that. I will do it. You can overcome shit. There's always like a solution. You know, I hate to sound like preaching shit, you know. Yeah, no, but I do get it. It's so true. Yeah. And I do, I actually really feel that way now that I graduated and I'm kind of like, okay, I'm doing my YouTube stuff. I have my internship. We're doing the podcast. But it's like, it, I do feel like in a way that now that one thing of my life, because I was doing all that and college, now that college is out, in a way it feels like, okay, I got to bring some new thing in. But I don't have to. Yeah. For now, I'm going to do what I'm doing right now. But I do know that at one point, my internship is going to be over. That's going to go out. I might get a full-time job with them. Maybe not. I don't know. That's not really up to me. It's out of my control in a way. But who knows? And yeah. I'm very excited to find out and see when my birthday comes up again and I'm going to be turning 24. I can't wait to see what the fuck I've done. You know? Yeah. So much can happen in a year. Yeah. So much. All right. The, someone said, I am 30 over here. 
I would say learn to set boundaries and say how you feel respectfully. I used to be a person that hated conflict or confrontation. So I would often portray myself as someone that was always chill with things and let things slide when in reality, I was bothered by a lot of what other people would say or the way that they would treat me. And I never really said anything about it and just avoided because I wanted to avoid losing relationships. Mm, wow, a lot of the people peace, do that. Yeah, the peace within yourself matters more than trying to keep the peace with other people who can't even respect the boundaries you set. Also, don't let other people's insecurities of themselves be a reflection of who you are. Lastly, therapy helps, and I wish I had started it sooner. <laughs> hmm. I do think this is a good point like about your 30s and like more the friendships that you have and how I would say sometimes the idea of losing a friendship that you have like just because you have it doesn't mean that you have to keep it in your life if it's if you feel like it's not working anymore people get attached to time in relationship I've known this person for 10 years. Or even like three or four years. And no, but like 10 is really like one of those. Like we grew up together type things. It's like I know this person for a long time. And we're kind of, you know, growing apart. He likes different things. And maybe I don't even agree with some of the shit that he does. And But we've been friends for that long. I don't think you have to stay friends with that person Mm. if they don't value if they don't bring any value to your life yeah and i'm not saying that every person needs to bring something to your life maybe you can have a person that you just call to talk about random shit but even that that's something yeah you know so i've learned that in the last like maybe three years to let go of relationships that just because we've known each other for a long time don't mean that now I just, we can never like not be friends. Yeah, and also it's okay and it's, for it, a friendship to end. Right, and it's also not just necessarily that we ended the friendship. We're just not going to call each other or hang out. But when I see you, we can still catch up. It's not like, oh, I yeah. hate you. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. you yeah. hate me because now we, no, it doesn't have to be like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I do think that there's definitely a growth that happens when it comes to friendships and how you handle them, like the older you get and how like the idea of friends and best friends and stuff like that, it changes the older you get because you're no longer in school. You're no longer in college or high school, obviously. And, um, making friends in general is just a different ordeal altogether. Yeah. And you can't just make friends by, you know, the people that you're around at school all the time because you're not, you know, you're in your own apartment, you're in your own life, you're at your own job. Maybe you don't like anyone at your job. How do you make friends and how do you keep those relationships and how do you keep those friendships when you no longer see each other every day? You know, so those are all things that are part of your 20s and I think that you learn as you grow. And if that means you lose a few friendships on the way, it just is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. But reaching out, I think is definitely a big point that I feel like we, not missed, but you have to put yourself out there. You have to be 
open for new things. You can't just be closed off and expect everything to come to you. Yeah, that is true also. You know, so. Yeah, you have to make the effort. It's like if you meet somebody that you really like and you click with and you want to be their friend, you have to do something about it. You can't just expect it to happen out of nowhere or expect the other person to come to you. That's all ego. That's yeah. all like, oh, I reached out three times. I'm not going to reach the fourth time. Obviously. Because, because I have this thing I want to say, but I already texted them like twice. So I'm just going to wait <laughs> until they text me. I think that's only like in a way. Uh, that's, that's childish. That's that way. <laughs> no, but I was going to say that's only, I guess, acceptable if you really sense that this person is not trying to be friends with me. Oh, and yeah. Then, you have to course. read. Yeah. You have to just. Be so able- you have to be able to read that type of social situation. Yes. You know, but there is a difference between that where someone clearly they're just they don't even want to like be my friend. Like you can just tell or where they might have just they might not be I don't know whatever the reason is, but don't read too far into it. It's like I as you said, I called them three times mm-hmm. and then every time we hang out, I'm the one that reaches out. It's like shit. Maybe they just have a problem with reaching out to people. But they, but then whenever you try to reach out to them, they're like, oh, fuck yeah, I want to hang out. Or I've been meaning to, or who knows? Yeah, and also just shit happens in life, you guys, okay? Yeah, exactly. There's a lot going on in this life, 2022. I think uh, it's time for us to wrap it up, okay? Yeah, I think that's our last question, guys. And um, I also think this was my favorite episode. Me too. My throat, like, hurts. <laughs> my throat doesn't hurt, but... <laughs> But I'm. Uh, we have this new setup. We have the table, and then we have the mic stands, and I don't have to hold the mic anymore. And this is a game changer. Yeah. Like I can literally talk for like another two hours. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't like, know about that, but I feel like the setup we had before is just like. Y'all, we were like in on our bed, holding our mics. It was. A- I kept moving, and Alia kept getting mad at me. Like, yo, why are you moving? It's making this weird sound, and I was just like, yo, I gotta get comfortable. Yeah. But now, yeah, we have a whole a whole cute little setup. So. Yeah, so yeah. this is nice. I did. This is probably one of my favorite episodes. I think so too. And I know people are gonna say, "Yeah, only you say this every episode," but this is this is literally my favorite episode. Okay? <laughs> yeah. We talked about the club thing a little too long, but I mean, hey. but I think it was some good shit. It was good shit, right? You know? Yeah, it was good. Shit. Yeah, it was some good shit. I love. I don't know. I I I've been meaning to talk about that. I feel like we might have talked about it a little. No, bit No, we never did. We did that on like on in person. Oh yeah, I always forget. Yeah. But um. Yeah, we're gonna do the outro. You only want to give, you want to take the shoutouts. I've been getting pictures of beautiful dogs. Still? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't get those pictures. Yeah, because you don't like. I don't know. You just don't see them, I guess. <laughs> and also, I'm the one who wants to see them, you know. But anyways, um, if you're listening with your dog, if you're walking somewhere, I hope you're smiling, and I hope it's a beautiful sunny day. We hope that we made you laugh at some point in this episode. I'm sure. I'm sure we did a couple times. Yeah. You know? I really want to see. I, like, I always say some silly shit. Yeah. For some reason. I always want to see. I like wonder what people. Because sometimes we get messages when people are like, "Yo, you guys got me laughing out loud over here." Oh. And they're yeah. like in a random spot, like at the gym or something. Yeah. And I just think that would be so funny to, to see, see somebody that. like actually laughing because they're like listening to something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and also, shout out to everyone who's getting poppies, okay? We're going to oh, get... Oh, that's the new thing. We're going to get sponsored by poppies okay, yeah. one day, okay? You are seeing it being manifested right now, okay? We've been 
talking about Poppy. We've been getting y'all on the Poppy train. People are getting that shit and they don't have the shit in Europe. And I'm so oh, mad. Really? Everyone is like, yo, we don't have this shit in Australia. We don't have this shit. It's fucking like wherever. And someone found it in Canada and they was like, yo, it was very hard to find it in Canada. And I was yo. like... And Poppy, then I, you gotta get yourself out there. Yo, Poppy, come on, you guys. So, anytime you tag me in one of those posts, you have to tag Poppy as well. Yeah, because they need to know that we're just, we're like endorsing them and they ain't paying a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, we just love to drink and it's, and it's very, it's dope. Someone in New York made made a video. They went to Whole Foods and they, they did the whole like walking into the store looking oh, for yeah. the poppy and then when they find it they're like find it yeah this anyways shit is, this shit is really good so anyways guys we're gonna close it out i'm gonna go um what you about go to do? like i really want to go get some fajitas yo after this i feel like i can't talk to you for the rest of the night yeah we can't we just so I mean, we're just gonna go get some food and not talk actually no i think we might just like hang out here for a little bit and then we'll go get some food get a margarita or something fajita sounds good too <sighs> a nice fajita with a little marg on the side yeah. <laughs> Little Marg on the side. All right, guys. Uh, bye. All right. See you guys. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.